Welcome back to the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. Guys, you want to pay attention today because we are going to be talking about are we in a recession? Yes or no? Stay tuned for this one. Hey everyone, I'm Josh Zuniga, co-founder of the Inside View Real Estate Podcast, where we give you bite-sized pieces of information and give you an inside look on all the major topics, whether you're investor, buyer, seller, or flipper. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Inside View Real Estate Podcast, everybody. I am your host, Josh Zuniga. I'm with my wonderful co-host over here, Carl Freund. Yes, sir. And today we are talking about a very, very exciting topic. We're talking about, are we in a recession? Yes or no? In our brand new podcast studio. Oh, check out our new studio, guys. We have the little on-air sign. We got the little thingies, arm yep. arm mics here. Yep. New We're tables, official, new We're lighting. Shit. We just stepped it up about... Times 10. Yeah, production value went way up. Yeah, it looks great. Sure. looks great. Can't wait to have some more guests on. But yes. um, other than that, I was literally having this conversation with my buddy, uh, my best friends in um, in the Netherlands today. Yeah. Talking about what's going on with the market. You know, what's, are you guys, is a recession really going to happen? Because whatever happens within the U.S. is going to affect the global economy. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you guys see going? And I was like, tell me what your view is. Like, what do you see of, of uh, the United States from your view? He's like, Bro, it's a mess. No way. He said it's a. It looks like it looks like it a is mess. a mess. It is a mess. Let's just be He's like, it's like I don't know what's going on with the administration, and he he was actually a Biden voter really? because he, he is from the U.S. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, well, man, um, I don't know about what your vote stood for then, but I think maybe some things and maybe some mindset and some perceptions about what's going on now. Maybe your your suggestions have changed, or maybe your perception of that has definitely changed. He's like, dude. I don't even know what to say. Speechless. Yeah. Absolutely speechless. But going into that, tell me how you feel about, you know, all this recession talk. Because talk two weeks ago, three weeks ago, major shift happened within Arizona. You, I remember and within the, the Within the nation. I'm yeah, sorry. I remember the day. Yeah. It literally yeah. was like, boom, somebody dropped the pulse. Yeah. It was like something. the Friday before last. Yeah. It was like, holy shit. It was like, Fed came out. Hey, we're going to, you know, bump rates up, you know, 0.75%. Mm-hmm. And literally just, I mean... Overnight, the buyer sentiment just it just completely shifted. Yeah. You know? And so, to answer your question, a recession is really defined by you know two quarters back to back of, you know, negative GDP growth. And I think we were there a while ago. And they said, well, the last time we've been in you know recession was, you know, Q two and three of twenty twenty, and that was because of COVID. But dude, it, it's so much deeper than I think people actually realize. Yeah. And I got the company together yesterday, I think. Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday? Yeah, a couple days yeah. ago. So, yeah. yeah. In, you know, getting to, to everybody together and just saying, hey, look, like, everything's fucked up. Yeah. You know, and, and rates went way through the roof. Affordability is way down. And the example I used was a $500,000 loan, right? So, at 3.5%, payment was like 2250 bucks roughly. Yeah. And, you know, that same $500,000 loan at 6.5% is like Three thousand sixty-seven dollars. Yeah, three thousand plus. Absolutely. And so you know, it's an eight hundred dollar a month difference. So you'd be very foolish to think that you know prices can keep going up. And you know, I'm going to be the outlier here because I think a lot of people are saying, no, the prices will be stable, and I think that you know, real estate will be a strong investment. And I'm like, I, um, no, you know, and I'm trying to be polite, mm-hmm. but I think that people are just being misguided, and I do think that. You know, in certain parts of the country, I do think that Phoenix is slightly isolated just because we do have a lot of immigration from other parts of the country. Yeah. A lot of strong buyer demand here. But in places like Ohio, places like Connecticut, you know, New York, New Jersey. They're definitely going to feel some pain. They're going to feel it, you know, because people are moving. They're in mass to places like Florida. 
you know, that doesn't have state income tax. Mm-hmm. The weather's a shitload better in Florida than it is in New York. I know that because I used to live in both places, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. Y- you know, it'd be foolish to think that it's not going to be more of a systemic event. And I think that it just comes down to affordability. And what we had talked about, you know, off camera was people buy homes on payment, right? So they're saying, hey, look, I've got a budget of $2,500 a month. Well, yeah, like three weeks ago, that might buy you a $500,000 house, right? You know, here we are today, this can buy you, you know, a $400,000 house. And so where's that, where's the difference going to get made up? It's got to come from one of two places, right? It's either going to come from wage increases or, you know, lowering the price. Price reductions. Those are the only two options, dude. I don't see wages going up that fast to cover that gap that quick. I just don't. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of people are like, how's the market? And people are like, literally on Instagram doing market updates daily. The market's great. The market's stronger than it's ever been. Buyer demand is still there. Yeah, like buyer demand is still there because this is a big ship. And the ship takes a long time to change directions. Mm-hmm. There is still, you know, pent-up buyer demand there. There's no doubt about that, yeah. right? So, like, if you need to move, you got to move. You know, if you're moving from Washington State to Phoenix, Arizona, there's politics or some other shit, especially California, political refugees, you're going to move. You know, it doesn't matter because maybe they're going from a market where, you know, the typical mortgage payment is 4500 a month down to here where maybe it's 3500 a month or less. So that move makes sense regardless of interest rate, right? So there are still homes being sold and purchased. Simple as that. But mm-hmm. the quantity has really, really decreased. Like we're talking like a probably 60% drop off in the last two weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Pending, pending well, even contract. just, and I'll just talk about the um, sellers. You know, obviously sellers are in a panic because buyers are in a panic, right? Yep. So sellers are very concerned about, is, is my house going to sell? Are there any buyers out there that are going to be able to purchase my house? Do they want to, you know, purchase the house now because of interest rates? Mm-hmm. So two to three weeks ago, you know, the perception of what the market was significantly changed, right? Yes. Same thing with when they dropped the bomb, you know, with like the increase in gas prices. Like it takes a lot, it takes quite a bit of time for people to like really get settled into like what the new normal is. And, you know, there's going to be some people that are definitely going to be taking a step back and having a second consideration can I really afford this house or do I really want to afford this house? So just like you were saying, you know, from three and a half to, um, to six and a half percent, it's almost a thousand dollars, right? You know how far a thousand dollars can go for, you know, a single family or just even just a single individual. Yeah. That's, that's a game changer. Yeah. That's after tax too, you know, so like, you know, pre-tax, you have to earn probably 1500 bucks extra, Mm -hmm. you know, per month. Yeah. That's a big, you know, that's a big raise. Yeah. And then even sure. going back to like what we're talking about, like with the perception and you probably notice it. I notice it, you know, very heavily. It was, um, the media started pumping the word recession and they started interviewing all these CEOs They started interviewing, you know, big national banks and saying that, Oh, the hurricane is coming. The storm we will be ready for the storm, everything. Right. So everybody was getting interviewed. It was getting highlighted. It was all over YouTube. It was all over the newspaper. It was all over every media outlet. It was all over every major publication. And I think a lot of the times when you start seeing media pump something like that, it's just in preparation for your subconscious, really, and just to get you familiarized with what is to come. So it's not even about if it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when they're going to drop the bomb of the actual news. Now, you were just discussing earlier, you and I both agree that we've probably been, you know, in a situation like this where it's actually a recession. And mm-hmm. I think they're just waiting for the right time and the right timing coming up to these little midterm elections, right? To mm-hmm. really give the news, they're going to break something so they can fix it. Yeah. And it's going to be, you know, one of the major 
one of the major topics to, you know, be on the presidency. Who's going to save us? Who's going to bring back the economy? Who's going to get us and pull us out of this recession, right? It's all going to come down to the marketing, you know, of what that really is. But here's the crazy thing, right? When people have control of your perception through media, they also have control of your behaviors. Yeah. And with through your behaviors, you dictate what your actions are going to be. So people are going to go back to, you know, what their mindset was in 2018 or in 2008 and 2009. And what did everything, do, what did everybody do? Everybody locked up. Mm-hmm. They tightened up, pulled all their money out of wherever, whatever accounts they did have. And it just froze everything, right? So there was no stimulation in the economy. And that's what really happens. And they were genius by doing the subprime markets and affecting the housing industry because there's probably maybe 100 to 150 trades that go into one house. Your plumbers, your electricians, your wood, your, 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 wood, your lumber, your framers, um, your roof, you concrete know, guys, everything. everything. The concrete yeah. guys, the guys that move the dirt, yes. that move the earth. And then all the supply chain that actually affects, you know, that, that has to go into, you know, getting those supplies to the actual house. Mm-hmm. So when you affect the housing market, you're affecting everybody. Yeah. And everybody's going to feel it at a systemic. Yeah. Very, very, very intense, you know, national level. And you kind of hit something that I don't think a lot of people understand is that perception does create reality. Yep. Right. So like if the media is pumping up, Hey, we got the best economy in the world. Everything's good. You know, like everything's rosy. What happens? People start spending more money and the economy does in fact get better. Then, you know, the fucking media comes out and says, Hey, we're going to be a massive recession soon. You should probably stop spending money. What did people stop doing? Spending money. What happens? A recession, mm-hmm. you know? And so it kind of drives me nuts. I, I really do think that the media in the Washington Post got busted the other day. They took out a uh, writer. We're getting a little bit political on the show, but they took out a writer that had falsified 21 stories. Just made them up. Oh, wow. Just made them up. There you go, guys. Right? Loud and clear. And so you're trying to tell me that the media doesn't have a lot of leeway when it comes to the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, what is the truth these days? You can't even rely on the media. And I think it's fucked up that in this country in 2022, we can't even figure out what the hell the truth is. So what is the truth? Because we're not getting it from politicians. That's for sure shit. We're not getting it from the media. So the only way to really do this is educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Educate yourself on the issues. Understand the economics. Understand where the money is going to be flowing. Understand that we're headed into one of the biggest wealth transfers of our generation. Like I'm, right now, today. I'm, I'm excited. In Let's June go. of 2022. We're making it happen. Why are you excited? Because you're going to be on the receiving end. Yeah. And a lot of people are out there right now shitting their pants because they're on the giving end of it, right? Like they're literally writing checks to just stay afloat and they're going to be defaulting on things like credit cards, defaulting on car loans. You know, we're looking at potentially, I don't think we're going to see the foreclosure rush that we saw in 2008, 2009 for sure because we have real equity. Yeah. But, you know, I do think that there's going to be people that are like, oh shit, I can't afford my house anymore. I'm going to go rent. And so they're going to be the first to reduce the prices on the houses, right? So like it is systemic. As goes, let me back up for two seconds too. The supply chain's really jacked up. Let's talk about inflation for two seconds. Okay. They say inflation is 82 8.3%. It's complete bullshit. Buy right? A pack of bars. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, like I use that example all the time. It's like, you know, my protein bars used to be $5.99. Now they're $9.99. Yeah. That, my friend, is not freaking 8%. My gas that I put in my truck is like almost $5.50 a gallon. That is like up 50% or 60% from where it was two, three months ago. Yeah. It's just insane. So when you're telling me that, oh, don't worry, and Joe Biden fucking gets up there and he's like, we're not in a recession. If he says that we're not in a recession, 100% we're in a recession, yeah. by the way. You know, because he's shitting his pants because he knows he's not going to get freaking reelected if a recession happens on his watch. 
right? Didn't you say he was going to fix? He had no control over gas prices, and, and now, then like now they're saying literally that he, he has a solution. Oh yeah, Come overnight, on, huh? Get out okay. of here! You know, all he's got to do, like, legitimately, if if he genuinely cared about the country, he would fix his supply chain. I go into Target the other day, and I literally see empty shelf after empty shelf after empty shelf, and it's everything from food to tampons to consumer goods to toys to like essential shit like toilet paper and shit like it's not there Josh yeah a gallon of milk is like four dollars and fifty fucking cents like what is going on and so if he fixed the supply chain then he doesn't need to raise interest rates that much because then inflation cools off so like let's address the real fucking problem it's not inflation because shit's just getting expensive it's inflation because Joe Biden has no fucking clue what he's doing number one but number two fix the supply chain mm-hmm. Fix the supply chain. Give, give a little bit more, like, how the uh, supply chain actually works. It's super simple. We right. import a lot of our shit. Exactly. Right? So, so a lot we, of shit's coming from China, other countries that have been shut down. Even the cost to get it here now because yes. of because of uh, the fuel prices. Yeah, right? it's ridiculous. Right? So how many ships are just stuck, you know, at the docks or on the harbor? Right. Plenty of them. How many containers are stuck there? They're just sitting there. And why are they sitting there? They're sitting there because the diesel prices are so high. Exactly. That the truckers aren't even going out to pick them up. Exactly. And legitimately, like these truckers have been at the point now where they're defaulting on their loans for the trucks. Mm-hmm. And so what they do is they literally leave them at the gas pump. So they're pulling up the gas pump and they're like, yeah, I don't have enough money to make it to the next stop. They leave the trucks at the freaking gas depot, the gas stations, and they walk away and they call the credit company and be like, hey, your truck's on the side of the road. Go pick the shit up. That's where we are. That's, I'm, legitimately, that's what's happening. Yeah. And so like fix the fucking supply chain, Joe. And then everything else will cool out. We're good. But fix the supply chain. Simple as that. Not going to happen in this in this term. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, I guarantee it. Yeah, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Hundred percent, it will. Yeah, but going back to you know the some advice you know just for the for the for the actual listener, you know especially for your seller, right? Seller, do what you, if you need to sell, do what you need to do to get the house sold. All right, yeah. take your equity, take your profits, move on to you know your next chapter. I think a lot would actually help if you just maintain your price and eventually wait for that buyer mm-hmm. and just negotiate with them and help, you know, negotiate closing costs, maybe a smaller price reduction, a reduction, or even negotiate the closing costs to go towards a rate buy down. Yeah. That's the smartest point. thing that that's the thing that I've been doing, you know, for the past three weeks, you know, with a lot of my clients yep. and even talking to the agents, Hey, we want to be flexible with you. This is what we're willing to do. Let me know. Um, if you guys like the property, we're happy to structure it, but we can get this deal done. Yeah. Like JFQ just came out and they did a loan today. At 4.875% on a 30-year fixed. Beautiful. Right? Way to go, boys. Because, you know, the agent got creative. Yeah. Peggy Powell, and she was, like, creative, and she got concessions. and she Love got, Peggy. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. And she was able to buy it down. And JFQ, you know, lent it a hand on that. So, okay. like, we can still make it happen, right? Like, so if you're motivated to buy, and you have to buy because you're doing a relocation or whatever it is, we can make that happen. If you're on the sell side, make sure that your buyer's agent knows that these products are available and get creative. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that, that's what makes a good listening agent, too. So if we have... Real estate agents that are listening to the podcast, get creative and make sure that you have those strong bonds with a lender, you know, in title. Yeah. Those, those can make deals happen. Those make, those come in, you know, your partnerships are everything. Everything. Right. Yep. Your relationships mean everything in this business, you know, not only with your clients, but also, you know, for your own business, you know, as a real estate agent. Yep. But speaking, if you're a buyer, you know, um, make sure you have those conversations with your agent. If not, call me or call Carl and we'll yep. definitely let you know how we can get creative to actually structure these deals for you and to structure your loan and what your payment's going to be, especially if you're on the receiving side of those closing costs to where we can actually buy down that rate. 
and even yep. go towards some other class. I am, if I had to, I would be happy to kick something in just so you can get that house for you, your family, and your baby. Yeah, it's never it's, about the money for it's us. It's never, it's, no, it's yeah. always about the, it's always about the people. It's always, and we always treat everybody as family. As soon as you walk in the store, as soon as we give a hug, you are, we are now bonded, we are now connected, and that's how we do business with our hearts. Oh, yeah. Heart based business. Love that. Right. But going back to what you said, you know, what's the best thing to do to be prepared, you know, for if we are in a recession? I was like, you need to start educating yourself. Yes. Start making moves on what's going to be the best for you in your financial situation. Because if you are not your own boss and you are employed by somebody, you are disposable. Trust me. We've seen it plenty of times where there's a lot of people in the tech industry that are just getting laid off. 5%, you know, of their workforce, 10% of the workforce, 15% of the workforce, Redfin, 20% of the workforce, Tesla's laying off people. Yep. It can happen. Do not yeah. think that you are, you know, you are not going to be a victim to that because it can happen. Mm -hmm. So I don't want you to be naive that your job is secure. You don't have security. So you need to figure out what your security is. Educate yourself. If you have to tighten up your finances, make sure you do that. You need to look out for yourself and your family and make sure you think six months, a year, two years down the road, every single day. Yeah, and pay down your variable debt too. You know, as interest rates go up, that shit gets expensive quick. It does. You know, pay it off first. Yeah, it does. Hey, stop investing because here's what people do. They're like, hey, I'm just going to throw a bunch of money in my stock account. Uh, take that money and just pay off your variable debt. You know, because it's really hard to overcome like a 25% interest rate on your credit card. Yeah. So pay that off first, please. That's a rough one. Yeah. Yes. That's a nice, nice little nugget to us so we can yep. end on that one, right? Cool. Done. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning into the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. You know, are we in a recession? Yes or no? It's up to you. We will may, we may, we may hear the news later on, you know, this month. I think we predicted that pretty well, buddy. We did. But until then, we'll see you on the next episode. Love you. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, do all the things. We want to continue to bring value to you every single episode. But until next time, see you on the inside.